Hello and welcome to For Real Life Pod. My name is Sharon. I am a super Bluey fan. And I'm Tori, a total Bluey newbie, watching the episodes for the very first time. And together we're reviewing and recapping the many adventures of the Healer family. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. We're in season two. Yay! Yay! Season two. Season two. Um, and at the time that we're recording this, actually, we just ended season one, uh, you know, yeah. maybe a week or two ago. <laughs> so we are jumping right back in because season two is so good, you guys. We're so excited. And for those of you who are new to the podcast, we're just going to take a minute and explain that we are here in the U.S. Yes. And the way that we are going through the episodes follows Disney+. Plus. So on Disney Junior, on Disney Channel, they bundle several episodes together. We're doing each of the episodes one by one over the season, following how they are laid out on Disney+. Plus. So if you want to play along, find that Disney Plus or find the episode and then listen to the podcast. So that means that we, drum roll please, get a start with Hammer Barn. Yay. A very quotable episode, probably one that you have seen spoilers of on the internet because it's everywhere. Yes, a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm going to read the synopsis. Tori's going to give her hot take. And then we're going to dive into the episode where I will be walking you through. And we're just going to be talking about all kinds of like healer stuff, playing with her kids. Who knows what comes up? Yeah, let's do it. So synopsis, the healer family heads to Hammer Barn to buy an oven. That's a really short (laughs) synopsis. And again, the synopsises are what we see on Disney+. Plus. So if you're like, where the heck are they getting that from? Disney+, Plus, people. Disney+. Plus. They couldn't even say pizza oven? No, it just says an oven. So funny. I know, right? So what did you think of Hammerborn, Tori? So I was super excited to jump into season two. Yes. Because I have always felt a little behind only being on season one. So happy to kind of catch up. Well, not totally caught up because Australia (laughs) is in season three. But getting closer. I'm getting closer. I thought this was a really great opening episode to this season. Um, We got to see the house, which is always nice and comforting. But then I love new locations. Mm -hmm. So going to the store was super fun. So I love that. And it was a classic game. Classic yes. blue game and a good lesson. I saw all around solid opening to season two. I love this episode. It's so good. I enjoy the fact that we saw a new place, mm-hmm. that it felt familiar, that it was also super funny. Yeah. Great lesson in here. Mm-hmm. And so many things to quote. So many things to quote. So it opens, like you said, Bandit and Chili are cleaning the gutters on the house and one of them breaks and Chili complains that the house is old and basically falling apart. And Banda tells her that nothing lasts forever and that the house has character, which I find really great. Yeah. That was a really sweet moment. Mm -hmm. So right then Bluey walks in and is complaining that her watermelon isn't as red as Bingo's, which dad points out that it isn't. And I see you rolling your eyes, which means you clearly have some, uh, I, again, having one child, I have one child. That doesn't happen. 
You have two. So I would imagine that you have some input on all of this. It's just like the most annoying thing kids do, where it's just a constant, like, meh, 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 meh. they're bigger than me. They have a smile with me. It's just like one of those constant things. And you like try to combat it and you like try to teach them lessons about it, but it's just like something siblings always do. Okay. Bandit tells Bluey a saying that the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence. Bluey, of course, has no idea what that means. Mm-hmm. But in perfect Bluey fashion, right at that moment, Lucky's dad shows off his new pizza oven that he got from Hammer Barn. Yes. To Bandit like, hey, look what I got over here. Literally. The grass on the opposite side of the fence. Oh my gosh, how literal can they get? So literal, because it's a kid's show. And it's actually for, you know, four to six-year-olds and not 41-year-olds. Minor detail. Minor minor detail here. Anyway, hearing this, Bandit declares that they're going to Hammer Barn. We're going to Hammer Barn. Yeah, Hammer Barn! Then we get the Tida card, and we see Hammer Barn in all its glory. This giant building tons of cars basically the u.s equivalent to home depot lowe's however over in australia they have a place called bunnings which is again kind of like our home depot lowe's that type of stuff which here's here's a funny thing their symbol is a red hammer oh no way so it's kind of a fun you know hammer barn So not exact because theirs is orange in the show and Bunnings is actually red. But for everyone in Australia, they they see it and they go, oh, Bunnings. We, of course, here in the U.S. go, oh, it looks like Lowe's or Home Depot because Home Depot is orange and that type of stuff. Fun. So Bluey asks if the pizza is going to taste better in the pizza oven. Dad, of course, says yep. And mom says no. (laughs) Typical mom. Yes. Just realist. Yes. And then Bluey starts to complain that Bingo has more sauce on her sausage than she does. Because, of course, they have sausages. They love eating sausages. Yeah, I was going to ask you, and you probably don't know, but, like, does Hammerburn or Bunnings give out sausages or yes. sell them? Yes. Because even later in the have episode... You been to, have you been to a Home Depot? They normally... Or, like, a Lowe's? I mean, Costco sells really good hot dogs for like a dollar fifty. Same idea. Yeah. Okay. But if you go to, and I don't know if it's all of them, but if you go to like a Home Depot or something, a lot of times, not Lowe's so much, but like Home Depot, there will sometimes be like a sausage like cart out front. Out front. Yeah. And that type of I stuff. associate that with Costco more than a Home Depot, but yeah, true. I guess you're probably right. But then but later on the episode. It's still a warehouse store, a giant warehouse store. That's so. true. That's true. Um, I saw somebody walking in the background with them in the yes. episode. So I was like, oh, okay. This is like totally a thing that I'm not getting. Yes. No, they do it at Bunnings as well. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. While Bluey is complaining, Bandit asks the guy who's right inside the thing where the pizza ovens are. And this is where you get one of those quotes where he's like, oh, aisle 300. Faster than If you get hit the flamingos, you've gone too far. Da, da, da. Like people put that on shirts. I have that on my favorite quotes. Yay. Oh, you did? Yes. <laughs> I have a list of favorite yes. lines and that's one of yeah. them. So, Bandit, so I should make a shirt is what you were saying. We should maybe make oh a shirt. Oh my God. Yeah. I love it. So dad heads towards aisle 300 and Chili picks up, and I'm going to use their term, trolley. Which we talked about in season one. Trolley basically means a shopping cart. Yeah. That's how they refer to it there. And they head to the garden center. 
And she puts Bingo and Bluey both in the things. Now, I've seen a lot of stuff online where people are asking if shopping carts like trolleys in Australia actually have the kids facing forward. Because if you notice, the oh kids are gosh, facing... Oh my didn't even cross my mind. Away from Chile. Because you know how normally you put them in and they're facing you? And then they're like looking over yeah. their shoulders, trying to like look back. Oh my God. How did I miss that? I don't think it's an actual thing. I believe that it is something that they did specifically for the episode. Because obviously it makes more sense for them to be looking out over their yeah. backyard slash garden. If they were facing the other way, then yeah. the entire episode doesn't make any sense. And if right? they put them in the main cart, that's considered unsafe. So it I'm sure they didn't want to do yes. that. So. Oh my gosh, I totally missed that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's a great call out. It's more of kind of like, so we have here in Florida a supermarket called Publix. Mm-hmm. And they have those race cart carts. Mm-hmm. And in those ones, you can actually put your kid in and they're facing away from you because they're driving the race cart. So in my mind, it's like it's like that. Got it. It's like one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. It's not like a normal cart because it has like this race car. It's look fancy. To it. It's fancy. But the kids actually do face away from you, mm-hmm. which is so nice because my son, if I try to put him, first of all, he's getting way too big to set up in that part. But if I put him in there, he's constantly looking over his shoulder trying to figure out where we're going. Yeah. Awkward. Awkward. Mom. So while in the trolley, Bluey and Bingo start to play this game called Neighbors where they have the yard. And they use a tomato starter as the fence, as the divider between it, which I thought that was really great. With all those little Mm pre-done pod things you can just like stick in something and like water. And mom starts to hum the theme song as she fills the trolley. Oh, I miss that too. You miss that too? Yes. You're going to have to watch the episode again. I am. <laughs> All of these things. Bingo gets a garden gnome and Bluey starts to complain that Bingo has something that she doesn't have. A husband. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. They made him husbands. <laughs> this is my husband. One of them's name was Hecuba, and the other one's name is Gerald. Nice. Very proper names for these husbands as well. They are so good at coming up with crazy names. Yes. So Chili hands Bluey her own gnome so that she has something just like Bingo. But it's not like Bingo's because it doesn't have a shovel. Kids. <laughs> So Chili puts the one gnome back and gets another one, which Bluey then calls her new husband. Which I thought was hilarious. Yes. And before that, Bluey argued that she can't be happy if what somebody else has is better than hers. Yeah. Which, I mean, keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah. That's a whole thing, right? So they continue to shop, and this is when we see the two dogs in the backgrounds that have the sausages. Yes, it is. It was actually Winton, Winton, the little bulldog that's in his class, and his oh, dad. Oh, cute. And the dad, I mean, there's probably multiple bulldogs in the Blueyverse, but if you remember the Poffages mm-hmm. episode, I just call it the po- Markets. Market. Uh, Poffages. He's selling, you know, there's the sausage thing, and then uh-huh. he's selling the toffee apple. Oh, fun. So, I, again, I don't know if it's all 100% connected, but I like to think it is. Of course it is. I like to think that yes. it is. So, Chili continues to add things to her cart, like fairy lights. 
and more fairy lights that are just the same as bingos. And then a pizza flipper, which Chili said they don't need two of. And Blue tries to trade her husband for the pizza flipper. But Bingo says no until Bluey, like, pleads and pleads and pleads. Bingo gives it to her. And then Bingo gets something even better. A dining room table. Which is a pizza stone. Yeah. A dining table! Aww! I'll swipe you back the pizza flipper for your dining table! No way! The girls end up fighting over it and accidentally knock over and break Bingo's gnome. Wah, wah. R.I.P. Gerald. (laughs) R.I.P. So it cuts to Bandit talking about BTUs with the pizza oven guy. And you hear Chili scream, Bluey! And then Dad's like, yeah, maybe it's another Bluey. That was also on my favorite quote list. (laughs) It was so good. Okay. Another thing to notice. As they're going through the stores, there is writing on the shelves in front of the different items. Uh You can't actually make out what anything says, but you can make out the prices. Mm -hmm. The price of that pizza oven that Bandit is standing in front of, $4.99? I did notice that. Holy Jeez, I was an expensive pizza oven. I know. I was going to ask you, like, how much we think repairing a gutter is versus buying a $500 pizza oven? <laughs> I Definitely not the same. Because at the beginning of the, cheaper. At the beginning of the episode, when she was, like, upset that the house was falling apart, I'm like, you could be repairing your uh, gutter system nope you're gonna go buy a pizza oven instead yeah okay, i don't cool. i don't remember recalling seeing any sort of like gutter stuff in there it was just all a ton of flowers and <laughs> pizza stuff and everything yeah. like that they didn't buy anything no for the gutter system. i don't think they did no who cares right whatever so bluey apologizes that bingo's husband is dead And Chili explains that they can't always just get new stuff all the time because stuff costs money. Yeah. At that point, Chili was a little (laughs) bit at her wit's end and I did not blame her. Normally these parents were so good at staying like calm and like nothing bothering them. Mm -hmm. And she's like, because stuff costs money. (laughs) Like she's starting to lose it a little bit, which I I appreciate. I have used that line on my son. I have said, because stuff costs money. Oh, yeah. Totally. I'd be like, I want another such and such. And I'm like, no, stuff costs money. But then my son will say, I have money. And I go, oh, you do? Because he has somewhere around here a bucket of like coins. Oh, yeah. He has, you know, change. So he just thinks that that change magically buys everything. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, most of the stuff you want is a little bit more than what you actually have. <laughs> okay. She then says that... There is no magical place where everything is free. (laughs) Cue music and then Bingo telling Bluey to look. And then you see this beautiful wall of paint chips. (laughs) And the kids ask mom if they're free. And very begrudgingly, Chili just kind of sighs and says, yes, they're all free. (laughs) Just the timing and the beat of all of it is so funny. And this, again, talking about how kind of classic this episode is, if you look, this is another thing that you'll find online is people with their their kids, like pictures in front of all of the paint chips. So fun. Mm -hmm. 
And I remember that was like a big crafting thing for a while, like yeah. going and getting the free paint swatch color mm-hmm. chips and then using those to create stuff. Yeah, it still pops up on Pinterest for me sometimes. And I get it, but I also feel bad. To, like, that's a lot of, like, paint chips. Like, the companies pay for those to have those there. Yeah, I mean. And then you're just stealing them? I mean, not stealing them. But, I mean, if you're taking, like, all of them in one color, how am I supposed to know what color of beige I'm supposed to be doing on my walls? Come on. Yeah, and you're not taking them to help you make a decision, which is what they're meant for. Yes. Um. Yeah, and I feel like the way the world is going this year it's like companies are taking back all these freebies. So I wouldn't be surprised if sometime this year we go and they're like a quarter or 50 Mm -hmm. cents or something. Yes. Actually, I found a, okay, we can keep it to the end, but no, I want to talk about now because I'll probably forget because it's not in my notes. So there's this amazing company. When we painted our last house, I Mm -hmm. went online and you can actually buy, they're probably like one by one or two by two. So really big. Mm -hmm. And it's paint swatches and you can buy them in a ton of different colors and you actually peel the back off and you can stick it to the wall. Oh, cool. And then they re-stick. So you can put it in on that wall and then you can put it on this wall. So Mm -hmm. then you can really see how the paint color is going to look in different lighting. Is it like a piece of vinyl? It's almost like a piece of vinyl. Oh, cool. But it is a painted piece. Mm -hmm. So they actually, it's like real paint that they paint. And then you peel off the back and you can restick at different places. Oh, wow. So before we painted our last house, I bought a couple of different ones to put them in different areas to see how it would look once it was on the wall. Mm-hmm. And then that way you're also not having to buy those little tiny paint, you know, yep. samples. Mm-hmm. And then repaint because God forbid you're like, oh, there's three different color blues that I want to do. And then you paint it, Mm -hmm. all these swatches on the wall. And then you're like, well, I think I'm going to go with the lightest color. And then you have this really dark blue on the wall that you then have to cover up. Yeah. So it's amazing. I can't remember the name of it. I'll have to look it up. But that's what I did. I found a couple that I liked. And Mm -hmm. then I went online. I ordered. They weren't that expensive either. They were just like, they were like $2, $2, $5. -hmm each but it was so nice because I could just move it into different areas yeah that's about what you pay for the little like sample jar so yeah it was about the same as that yeah so cool I know all right after we get this beautiful the girls standing in front of all of the paint chips you see them back in the trolley they have all these cards everywhere they're using them as like food like, Bingo has them stacked like a sandwich and, like, the colors of a sandwich. Bluey has a bunch everywhere. I mean, they they took a lot. Yeah, I really like how they played with them in such a different way. Like, each yeah. kid sees something and does it differently. So, like, Bluey had them all ripped up and torn up and, like, building a pizza. And yes. then, like you said, Bingo had them in a clean stack. I thought it was just cute how they mm-hmm. do such a good job of, like, for real life, right? Mm-hmm. That that's really how kids would do that. They would play with it in like such a different way. Yes. And did you see how smug they were chatting about how they could oh get whatever God. that they so wanted? So annoying. Yes. <laughs> like mom's trying so hard. Mom's having a bad day. <laughs> yeah. And, and, mom, and she's just like, yeah, don't, don't. That's, this isn't a normal thing. Yes. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we can get whatever we want. Mom's act just be like, Mwah. like, who's that? Oh, it's that lady who said you can't get things for free. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> Ridiculous. 
again, they're going by a bunch of stuff and then the trolley stops and the kids are confused as to why the trolley stopped because they're so immersed in their game until they start hearing a beeping and see that items are being taken out of the trolley. And they lose it because <laughs> they're at the checkout. They get super crazy because all of their stuff's being taken. They really want it back. They're like, no, my pizza oven, no, my husband. And I think it was funny that Chili's kind of like had this laugh to her voice where she's like, guys, they're going to give it back. Yeah. And like the lady, the checkout lady is just like, I, I need to like scan these. <laughs> Thank you. Bluey then says, she's taking my husband. Like in this real. So funny. Super dramatic way. I also thought it was interesting they didn't go back and get another gnome. Yeah. And did they pay for the gnome they broke? I don't know. Yeah. I thought that was um, a a loose end. They did not close for us. Yeah. So they're, they're standing there and they have their little boxes full of like the paint chips and that type of stuff and they're upset because they've worked so hard in their houses and they weren't ready for them to be taken down and that's when mom says i guess nothing lasts forever echoing what dad said at the beginning of the episode and then the lady says that they can use their scanner to scan items so now they get to do things do 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 and then we see bandit like heading towards the car he's just like in and out this whole episode and they're back at home band is working on the new pizza oven he pulls out the pizza and it looks super as he said dodgy yeah it looks a little sketch <laughs> but chili says it it's got character again indeed back to the beginning of the house and then the band tells the family to to dig in and goes and offers a slice to Lucky's dad. He basically changed. So Bandit made pineapple and ham. And then Pat made a meat, meat lovers. lovers. And so they swap. Right. And they're standing there. And Bluey, you see Bluey say that her slice isn't as big as Bingo's. And then she just kind of gets over it. So she's kind of learned her lesson. Bluey starts to say that Bingo's piece is bigger than hers, and then she just kind of gets over it. Meanwhile, Dad is trading the pizza with Lucky's dad. So Bandit has made a pineapple and ham, so Hawaiian pizza, as we like to call it here in the States. And Lucky's dad has a meat lover's. And Bandit hears something behind him. And... It's Chili basically saying that this is the best pizza that she's ever had. (laughs) Yeah. Yay. And the kids go, hooray. And the dad's high five. And it's basically the end of the episode. So cute. Do you put pineapple on your pizza? I do like pineapple. I like it too. Not like every time. It's not like my go-to always, but I do enjoy it. Some people hate pineapple on their pizza. That's so weird. They're very anti-pineapple. On their pizza. And I put pineapple on mine every once in a while, or I'll do half mm-hmm. and on half the pizza. And then um, that way I can make sure I claim it's mine, that or mushrooms. Oh, if I go. put mushrooms or pineapple on a pizza, then it's definitely mine. My husband and my child will not eat it. So, yeah, my youngest loves pizza, but only cheese pizza. Oh, okay. And like, that's just so boring. So, usually we'll get her like a cheese and then we'll yeah. put a bunch of stuff on our side. 
So that is the end of the episode. So one of the things I loved about the end was how the two dads kind of like bonded over the pizza ovens. Yes. Where at the beginning of the episode, it felt a little adversarial and like, I want to one up you or I want to get a pizza, bigger pizza oven. But yeah. then in the end, they just exchanged and they were like kind of bonding over it. So it was like a connection moment instead yes. of like a fighting moment. Yes. So I kind of liked that twist and like that kind of mm-hmm. happy ending. Yeah. I, it's so funny. I, the problem is I have too many favorite lines of the mm-hmm. episode. Just, just, uh, I think I really love when Chili says, this is what happens. Someone just gets it. <laughs> I have so it. random. I can't imagine it's walking around and hearing someone like say that. You should be like, what the heck is happening over there? That also made my list. It was, this is what happens when you're unhappy with what you've got. Someone's husband eventually gets it. Yes. So mm-hmm. funny. I already mentioned that eh, it's probably another bluey for yeah. Bandit. Yeah. Of course, the Hammer Barn employee. Mm-hmm. Um, aisle 300, left of the fake grass. If you hit the flamingo, you've gone too far. Yes. Which is hilarious. I'm going to start saying that. If you hit the flamingo, you've gone too far. Gone too far. And then I liked in the cold open when um, Bandit says, we're going to Hammer Barn. And uh, Chili goes, grass is looking green. Yeah, I love that little stick. That was so funny. Mm -hmm. I know. They're all great. I definitely want to comment on the whole game where they're like, in the car, they're putting stuff in, and Chili is being way too nice and giving them two of everything at first. Yes. That's a lot of money, lady. Well, at first I thought she was just buying two of everything or maybe taking two of everything up and then saying, no, I don't want this and this and this. But then she got the flipper and is like, we don't need more than one flipper. So like, okay, I guess she's only buying two of things she needs two of. Oh, heck, you bought a pizza flipper. Cook, cook, cook. Try swapping something with bingo. But still, I make such an effort to not make things for my kids exactly equal because I want them to learn early on that life is not always fair. The pizza is not always cut the same size. So I actually go out of my way to make things unequal. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I have an example. Okay. So recently at the kids' school, there was a book fair. Okay. And I don't know where I was. I was away from the house. And I'm talking to my husband on the phone. And he's like, yeah, I feel very guilty because he had dropped the kids off at school that morning. Yes. And he's like, you know, telling me how the morning went. And he's like, yeah, I feel really guilty because there's a book fair and I only had like a $10 bill. I didn't have enough cash to give both kids money. So I gave David money for the book fair. And he's like, I feel really bad. Oh, but not Charlie. But not Charlie. Okay. So he's like, yeah, I feel really bad. I think I'm going to like go to the ATM or go to the store and get cash back or something so that I can have cash for Charlie for tomorrow. And I was like, don't you dare. I was like, this is a great opportunity to show them David got a book, this book fair, you know, the book fair comes like five times a year. We're going to have another (laughs) opportunity. And a couple months from now, the book fair can come back and then it'll be Charlie's turn to do the book fair. We can remind David that he went last time, tell Charlie next time. It looks like it is not going to be equal. You don't always yeah. get to go to the book fair if your brother went to the book fair. Sometimes your brother goes and sometimes you go. I just am very like, no. Yeah. You do not need to make everything equal all the time because I need to learn. I guess the lesson that I'm focusing on more, if you think about it, is that it all ends up even in the end. True. Right? Like, you know, we're in our 40s. We went through a time where all of our friends were buying houses. Maybe yes. I couldn't afford to buy a house yet. Yes. But guess what? 
We all end up in houses in the end, but it doesn't mean you need to do it at the exact same time as everyone else. It's like, no, I think it's an important lesson to teach kids. Yeah, for sure. It's really hard to do that when you only have one and you buy them everything. So <laughs> I have I have a small issue with basically doing whatever my child wants of me. And my husband 100% calls me out for it. He's like, you don't have to give in every single time. And I'm like, what I got to do? And he's like, no, you don't. You need to teach him that there's times where he's not going to get stuff, where he's not going to. And I say, but I do do that. And he's like, not enough. <laughs> Says you. Yeah, it's probably eight times out of 10, I give in. And Mm -hmm. then the other two times I'll be like, no, not right now or whatever. But then he'll be like, mommy, please. And he does the please face and gives me a please face. And then I'm just like, okay, fine. (laughs) Part of it's also just from being exhausted and not wanting to have that additional conversation and then explaining all of it and just everything is just kind of easier. It's called just such a cop. No, it's called picking your battles. (laughs) So I don't like to fight (laughs) battles. So um, my husband's always like, oh my gosh, can you like, just, just tell them no. And I'm like, look how cute he is. (laughs) So I have a feeling I'd be more like your husband. Yeah. If we, you know, if when we have to, but well, I just feel bad. Like, you know, and the kids don't care. Yeah. Memories like goldfish kind of, I mean, most kids actually have amazing memories and they can remember all kinds of stuff, but like in the moment, it's just, well, yeah, they act like it's the most important thing in the world. Everything's the most important thing in the world. Right. Like Bluey and the flipper. Oh, it's like the most important thing until the pizza stone comes and then doesn't remember the flipper anymore. Such a great example of that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Parenting word has to be chilly because bandit was non-existent. Oh, yeah. And when the kids are being like. <laughs> he just dashed out. He's like, peace. I'll be at the car. Yeah. With my $500 pizza oven. Seriously. The kids were being. it was the same one. Did you notice that? Oh, the yeah. one at the end? He totally like... bought the $500 pizza oven. <laughs> but the kids were being like embarrassing in line. And he's yeah. like, out of here. Yeah. It's like, Bye. come on. Totally. Yeah. So chilly gets it 100%. Yes. I don't think there was any. Australian American translations in here. I mean, trolley technically, but yeah, no, I think it was not just a new more, one. No, I think it was just more about Australia, the store being very similar to Bunnings there in Australia, and then kind of what we think of here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. as Home Depot. Yeah, I do have a couple facts. Okay, one: this is the first time Chili has yelled at Bluey. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. She hasn't yelled yet. Or gotten like. I think that's why I appreciated it so much. Because mm-hmm. I was like, she lost it a little bit. And it was like, yeah, Chili, I feel you. Mm-hmm. This episode, along with the next two that we're going to do, were the first ones to air here in the U.S. from season two. Oh, so, okay. So they did actually air this episode and the next two episodes as a trio here in the U.S. Mm. And because, again, we're going by what was on Disney+. Plus. Yes. The first season, Disney Plus and like how you see it when it comes to Disney Channel didn't quite don't line up. It's not like here's the first three, the second three, like the Mm -hmm. third group of three. This one, Feather Wand, and then Dance Mode actually premiered here in the U.S. exactly like that. Got it. Because they're also kind of some of my favorites. And then at the very end, credits. Did you notice? No. 
Wynn's dad walks in and eats a sausage. <laughs> no, I yeah. missed the ending. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I don't really have any for real life moments other than kind of what we talked about. Yeah. With just kind of giving into my child and mm-hmm. I make things a little too fair. Yeah, nothing too but, specific. Yeah. Do you have any other thoughts on this episode? How yes. how did how did it feel? Now that you're like in the know about Hammerburn. Yeah. Other than no. it just being like this name that you always hear. Yeah, no, I I really enjoyed it. Like I said, it was like super classic. There was one thing at the beginning of the episode I wanted to mention. Okay. Which was when the very first couple seconds when like the house breaks, the yes. um gutter falls, the tone of voice of Chili, she just sounds so defeated. And it just reminded me of like, you know how everyone has those days. Or like you just don't deal with life as well. Yes. Like I don't know. That was know. yesterday. It's just like things happen and you're just not as resilient. You're just a little defeated. Yeah. That was yesterday. <laughs> I was not my best mom self yesterday at all. And I mean, Chili came through at the end of the episode. She but did. in that moment, it, like just her tone of voice was so relatable. And like the, yeah. I feel you, girl. Just yeah. one of those days where it's like something, again, broke. Like, this is the last thing I need is my gutter breaking. Like yes. she just like... I, yeah, I just love that moment because it was just so real yes. and totally relatable. And then on the same note, similar note, the gutter breaking. Yeah. I'm I very, very connected with the gutter breaking for some reason. Um, they have such a beautiful house. I think every they time do. we see a new room, we're always mm-hmm. talking about, God, the veranda is so beautiful. And like, mm-hmm. they have such a beautiful house. So to see them kind of like, oh, the house is like, things are happening in the house that aren't good. Mm-hmm. It was just one of those like, and it was perfect for the episode because all about yes. grass is always greener. Yes. But it's like you admire someone's house for being like this gorgeous mansion and then something like that happens and you're like, oh, no, they're real, too. Like they have things also that like break. and Yeah. So what's really funny about that is that that style of house is an older style of house Mm -hmm. in Australia. So that is not what they would essentially consider a modern or contemporary house. But if you guys want to, listeners, if you guys want to learn more about the style of house that Bluey has and the history of that style of house in Australia, how it kind of came about, the resurgence of that style and how people are redoing them and updating them, there is an amazing episode of Bluey's Brisbane where they talk to an architect. Cool. Yeah, and they talked to this architect that about different historical structures mm-hmm. and the style of the house because it's very specific. It's mm-hmm. called a Queenslander. And they go into a lot of in-depth knowledge about it, and it's so interesting. I'll have to check it out. So I will put a link in the show notes, but Bluey's Brisbane, it's the one that they talk about Bluey's house and the style and some other architectural stuff as well it's really good it's really good because yeah to us like that house is amazing with like the Mm -hmm. the way that the roof is and the wraparound porches some of those things and there I guess it's seeing a resurgence but it Mm -hmm. was originally I think if I remember correctly a house that was more of like a common person's house yeah that type of thing So so interesting yeah yeah yeah, but the location apparently, and they also talk about the location uh-huh. where they think it is, and I think the location is mm-hmm. is more of kind of like an up or like a swanky kind of thing. Got it. I still think the Bluey's house costs a bit of money if it was yeah. for real life. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Not as much as Uncle Stripe's house, maybe <laughs> with his pool and all that yeah, extra stuff. Yeah, fancy. So fancy. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Tune back in next week when we talk about season two, episode two, Feather Wand. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like us, leave a review, share us with a friend, and of course, subscribe so that you get the newest content as soon as it drops. You can also follow us on Instagram at forreallife.pod. That's F-O-R-R-E-A-L-L-I-F-E period P-O-D. Or you can send us emails, love notes, comments, suggestions to our Gmail account, which is forreallifeperiodpod at gmail.com. Have a great day. Well, nothing lasts forever. Yeah, I guess. It's just got character.